Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode. Today I had the honor of speaking with Brianna Rose who is the CEO of Light Leader Collective. She provides educational program for spiritual based entrepreneurs to start, grow, and scale their business online. Her programs are infused with energy and esoteric teaching seemingly paired with aligned business strategy. She treats the energy of your business first so that you can come into deep alignment with your purpose and tap into your prosperity potential. In short, she works with and creates the next generation of thought leaders and visionaries on the planet to help create a better whole world. I had a great conversation with Brianna and learned so much. I actually learned about the Kundalini. I've heard so much about it, but she explains in detail of like what it is and how it works and the energy around it. And she shares how she used to be in the corporate world and now how aligning your masculine and feminine energy life is just easier and she's happier and there's a lot less stress. So I hope you take some value like I did in this episode and like always share your aha moments or what you found valuable. I love hearing from each and every one of you. I'm going to leave it there so you can dive deep into this episode. Welcome to the Intuitively Guided Podcast. My name is Holly Knicken, and I'm an intuitive healer, a Reiki master, and a love of all things that have to do with our body, mind, spirit, and soul. I'm on a mission to bring awareness to our mental well-being and how we're all connected how what we focus on, we attract more of that into our life, and how your energy and vibration is everything. You are way more powerful than you even know. You have the ability to heal yourself within with the right tools, mindset, nutrition, and knowledge. If you are looking to take full responsibility and create the life of your desires, you have showed up in the correct spot. My intention for this podcast is to give you the tools, resources, and stories that can inspire you, motivate you, and give you what you need in order to give you lasting change. I believe to live your fullest life, you have to clear out the garbage, which is your past difficulties you've experienced in life, in order to create the life of your dreams. I am so excited that you are here with me today. So let's click that like and follow button so that you don't miss out on any future episodes. Now let's get started. Okay. Hi everyone. I'm glad you're here with us today. I have Brianna Rose on the podcast and we're going to get to dive in deep and get to know a little bit about her. And so I'm going to just like hand it over to you and let you just tell us about you. (laughs) Amazing. Well, I am so happy to be here and so excited to connect with you all today. Um, My name is Brianna Rose. I'm the CEO of the Light Leader Collective and creator of the Light Leader Movement. Basically, what I do is, is I help you to experience more of you, tap into your intuitive gifts, and then understand how to 
share them with the world through your light field business. I'm all about leading with our feminine energy, really understanding how to activate all parts of ourselves and be able to embody and embrace the masculine parts of ourselves to bring our business to life. So I'm all about that divine dance between masculine and feminine, 3D and 5D, shadow and light, all of it. <laughs> oh, that's so amazing. And I love talking about um, masculine feminine because there does need to be a balance and I think yes. my area of struggle has been tapping into the feminine which I mm. experience more and more but yeah I'm gonna just start of like explaining the balance of having masculine and feminine because I feel like there's a lot of women out there who are over dominant in their masculine energy. Oh, yes, yes, for sure. I mean, we live in a Western world. And I too, I'm originally from New York, I was in corporate marketing and PR. So I just had that hustle culture kind of like drilled into me. So it took years to kind of shift out of that. And so I totally understand if you're someone that's used to the go, 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 or the pushing, um, and leaning into that feminine energy can be tough, because it's an entire literally like reprogramming of the soul and how you operate and how you do things and how you just step into life and step into business. And so for me, that balance was tough, just like how you just shared. But I can say being on the other side of it, having a nice, healthy relationship with both of those energies has been just a way better life. Um, Because when you're fully in your masculine, you're burning out. But if you're also fully in your feminine you're kind of in this like ethereal, meditative, creative space, kind of airy fairy and like not getting things done either. So either one of them like solely are not good. We, we need to have that balance between both of them and kind of know when to lean into one or the other. I feel at least. Oh, I can totally re- <clears throat> relate because I know that getting into my spiritual side and then learning about the feminine, I then went drastically to the other side. Well, if I don't need to hustle, I'm not going to. However, it's finding the balance of like, Mm -hmm. you still need masculine, you still need feminine and just like working them together. For sure, for sure. What have you noticed change in your life when you say that you were able to bring in the feminine and the balance? What have you Mm -hmm. noticed change into your life with like even with manifesting or attracting things in or your body has, was there a shift? Yeah. So a lot of my work is rooted in Kundalini. That's, that's kind of what opened up me to kind of playing with energy, learning more about energy, understanding the feminine energy. And it was, it was a slow grind to kind of let in the feminine. I had to really work at it, but the shifts that I've noticed is I'm way happier. I have more energy. Um, I'm not so obsessed with trying to control and make things work. Instead, it's coming from this place of if it's meant for me, it's going to work out. I still show up and take action. I'm not one of those people that just only meditates and like hopes a million dollars lands in my lap, right? Of course, I'm taking action and all of that, but it's not this hyper control of the outcome. It's knowing that there's something out there for me is going to find me and it'll probably be better than what I'm trying to even manifest because the universe always hooks us up, I think. And there's always something bigger and better out there that we can't even conceptualize that we haven't even experienced yet. So for me, it's like feeling better in my body, feeling more aligned, feeling more connected to myself, my source, my intuition. Um, and, and sometimes that means doing things differently than other people. It's listening to that like wiser, intuitive, intelligent part of myself that 
already knows. Even if it doesn't make sense, it's kind of trusting that over the logical mind. And the more that I've leaned into that, and even the more I've had conversations like this with people, we never come out of it saying like, oh man, I should not have listened to my intuition. It's always the opposite of like, damn, I should have listened to my intuition. And so um, now I have this like proof of when we listen to our intuition, it always it always, it always works, always works in some way, shape or form. When I try to hustle and force it to work out, eh, you know, I might get there, but I'm going to be burned out. I'm going to be miserable and it might not be as fun along the way. Right. I noticed that you said you released the control because I find some yes. people are trying to control it. And there's mm. a difference in taking aligned action and not having the control and not having expectations, which I know can be a little challenging at times because we want a certain life. Mm. However, when we're able to release that and be like, I have to go through these steps and these levels in life, I guess I like to put it as a game, then you'll get a game. uh, You'll get to the top level faster, I believe, Mm. um, or wherever your direction you're going. I also noticed that you said, um, because it came up with me in one of my sessions of like, we've never said, oh, I wish I would have never trusted my intuition because it came up in my session with my therapist, whatever came of you not listening to your intuition. I said, nothing Mm. good has actually ever come when I don't trust, when I don't listen to it. It's always, I've been able to build it up of listening to my own intuition. And when I don't listen to it, there's consequences, I guess you could say, or things I needed to learn, but have learned like, Hey, listen, you're going to have life lessons. If you keep not trusting that intuition and Mm. I'm done, I'm done having those life lessons. (laughs) Yes. Hey, I just want to stop by and let you know the different ways that you can work with me. I absolutely know you're enjoying and loving free content, the podcast. However, I'm talking to the individuals who are like, you know what, Holly, I'm ready. I'm ready to dive in, clear my subconscious mind, shift and transform. There's different ways that you can actually work with me. I have an in-depth clearing from the subconscious mind, which is 90-minute calls plus seven days messaging support. Just DM me in-depth. I have private coaching, which there is one-on-one or three-month container. Just DM me private coaching for more information. And then I have two group programs. One's called Crazy in Love with Me, and the other one is Divinely Guided. Just DM me Crazy in Love or Divinely Guided, and I can provide you with more information on those group coaching containers. I also have one in person where it is actually at Saltastic here in Kempel. And you get salt therapy plus intuitive healing at the same time. Huge benefit. So if you're local and you're like, hey, I want to see you in person, I highly recommend you go on over to the website of Saltastic. We'll leave it in the show notes for you. And you can actually come hang out with me in person. Any more questions you have, just email or DM me with more information that you're looking for. So I want to ask you about Kundalini because I'm sure there's some listeners that are like, what the heck is Kundalini? Can you? Yes. Oh my gosh. I would love to explain. And even for the people that have probably even heard what Kundalini is, there's so much misinformation about Kundalini that I'd love to just kind of like clear the pathway of what it is. So most people when they hear Kundalini, if they know what it is, they think of 
yoga and meditation. I think of this like dogmatic yoga practice where everyone's like dressed in all white, wearing a turban, they're vegans, they're practicing on like white sheepskin mats. And I will say that's not actually Kundalini. That's just a form of yoga and meditation that can be used to work with Kundalini energy. Kundalini energy is literally an energy that we all have. It lives within every single person. So we all have this energy living within us. Super cool. And I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. So I always think of it this way. There are some people that are muggles, right? So they'll always have this energy and they'll never really tap into this like magical energy where there's other people that are like everyone that's probably listening to this, where you're a little magical and intuitive and you know that there's something magical to you or to your energy when it comes to like manifestation. And so this energy lives within you. For most people, when they hear Kundalini energy, it's kind of programs that you automatically think it lives within the base of your spine. And it's close. It's close to the area of the base of your spine. It's close to your root chakra, but it's actually located between your navel center and your root chakra. And if you connect those together or the base of your spine, if you're not familiar with the chakra system, if you connect them, they kind of connect on a diagonal line. And in the center of that diagonal line is where the Kundalini energy lives. And typically Kundalini is represented as a snake because this energy is coiled three and a half times. So this energy is coiled three and a half times. For most people, it's just a dormant energy that's that's there. For most people that are more intuitive and spiritual, um, it's it's more about working with this energy to manifest, to heal, to transform. And so this energy is said that it is pure divine feminine energy. If you don't relate to those words, just think of it as creative energy as birthing energy. It's said it's the same energy that's created everything in this world, including me and you, and that's why it lives within you. And so this energy is coiled three and a half times. I never like aligned with the term serpent or snake the way I kind of intuit as it's a diamond energy. The reason why I say it's a diamond energy is because just like a diamond, the more pressure that you put on that Kundalini energy, the more it's going to rise, the more it's going to shine, just like a diamond, the more pressure there is in the diamond, the more it's going to shine up. And so the way that we start to put pressure on this energy is through specific movements and sequences known as kriyas. Kriyas are sequences of poses, postures, mantra, and breath work that you practice together in a specific sequence for a specific outcome. And so each kriya is targeted specifically at reaching that kundalini energy. It's putting pressure on that kundalini energy so that way it can shine up. Kundalini itself is a light frequency or a light energy. So as you're putting pressure on it, it's shining like a flashlight. Um, and as that energy is rising up, the science of it is it's rising up through your central spinal column and it's descending out through your vagus nerve. So you're actually having this full body activation. But just like a flashlight, it's illuminating the darkness. And so as you're working with this energy, as it's rising up, it's illuminating the parts of you that need some work, that need some healing. Because the intention of your kundalini energy is to help you to transform, help you to birth something new, help you to create something new, and essentially just kind of become more happier, more aligned version of yourself. And in order to get to that like next level, like you were discussing like a game, in order to get to that next level of the game, there's probably like a little demon or something, you know, at the end of the video game that you have to defeat. And so similarly, you have these limiting beliefs. You might have these traumas, whether it's big T trauma or little T trauma that needs to be addressed in order for you to feel 
more aligned, happier, healthier, et cetera, more successful or, you know, magnetic or radiant. And so as that energy is rising up, it's calling forth to you these things to look at. Um, and then you can address them. You can work with a therapist, a coach, what have you, or sometimes they just come up and they release as you're moving the body. The body is constantly storing information. And that's why this work I think is so powerful is because it's not just energetic, but you're involving the physical body. So you are able to heal what the body is storing and kind of repattern your physical 3D self, whereas you're also working energetically. Through the lens of like metaphysical, the metaphysical lens, it's said that as this energy is rising up, which is known as Shakti, the divine feminine energy, as she's rising up, her main intention is to yes, descend out and kind of give you this full body experience. But her end goal is to meet up with her divine counterpart known as Shiva, the divine masculine. And it's said that he lives at the top of your crown. And so just to even go back to what we were just saying, this is a full body experience where it's masculine and feminine. It's 3D, it's 5D, it's shadow and it's light. And that's why I feel it's so powerful. It's because we're incorporating and harmonizing all parts of ourselves. Wow. I just learned a lot there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, good. (laughs) That's that's amazing. So um, is this what you teach in your courses is connecting? Okay. And in order to activate, I've heard of some people say, oh, it just activated. I don't Mm -hmm. know. To be honest, I don't know if my Kundalini is activated or not. I'm assuming it probably is somewhat. Is there a way that you are able to activate people's Hmm. Great question. So the way I work with this energy is I, I either certify people in, in our certification program, which has a bunch of different modalities, or I pair it with business strategy. And so the way I teach Kundalini is not like I'm teaching in a yoga studio. I'm using it as a vehicle. I'm using it as a modality for transformation, for success, for manifestation. I think most people, our Kundalini energy is always some way, shape or form being activated because any form of conscious movement, whether it's breathing, stretching, walking, running, hiking, it can start to activate the energy. Um, Some people that have this like spontaneous awakening, I've been practicing for over 10 years. I've never experienced that myself. I've never, I've worked with thousands of people at this point, never seen that happen. I'm not saying it can't happen, but um, it's not as common as you would think. I think if, I think when those situations happen and just in general in your Kundalini awakening awakens, our body is so wise. Our soul is so wise. And so whatever experience you're having is the perfect experience for you. It's, it's just, it's all part of your path. When it comes to activating people, I'm not your guru, you are your guru. And so your body is going to activate in any way, shape or form that it's supposed to, I can't physically do something for you. But I can teach you the posture, I can teach you the breath work, which would be targeted to awaken the energy, how it awakens, it's not up to me. It's up to the client or the student and how it's moving through their body because everyone has their own dharma. Everyone has their own path and everyone has their own limiting beliefs and whatnot. So if you've never done this work and let's say you're like 50, you're probably gonna have a lot more stuff than some that's maybe 15 practicing, right? Because you have all those years of just accumulation of stuff and stuckness that you need to work through. So everyone's experience is so unique. Um, When it comes to activating someone, I see myself more as like the vehicle or the messenger to provide the modality to you. And then you practice it in your own body. And then we get to see what happens and how it unravels. Wow. That's, um, that's so interesting. And I do, I do 
believe that, that we're all having our own experience. We're all on a different journey. We can't compare ourselves to anyone else, even though social media likes to compare (laughs) each other. But I feel like that is a huge resistance when we're, I know I got stuck in the struggle of like, why is it working for them and not me just in other different modalities. And I know that when that happens, it actually prolongs your process. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You got to get out of your own way. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Of uh, just like the fear that I was missing out or the fear Mm -hmm. of like, I'm not getting it. And I was getting it. I just had to relax and allow myself to like, if we think of uh, babies, the babies aren't sitting there wondering why they're not walking or how come they're just like, keep trying and trying and they're not comparing ourselves. However, we've grown up in this society where we like to compare ourselves to others. It's kind of, we need to unprogram that out of us. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Agreed. (laughs) Agreed. Who do you mostly target? Like who's your target audience? Is it business owners or do you also help individuals as well? Just looking to Mm. on the spiritual. Mostly it's entrepreneurs. That's typically who I work with, Um, whether they are just getting started in their business, they already have a multiple six figure, seven figure business, or if they're looking to add this modality to their current offers or programs. But most of the time it's entrepreneurs or people that are thinking about becoming entrepreneurs. They kind of have that inkling Mm -hmm. that they might want to leave the nine to five or start a side business or something like that. Yeah. What advice could you give someone? Because you said you came from the corporate world and I feel like there's a lot of females out there that are miserable and, Mm -hmm. but they think they have to stay in these corporate jobs. I think there's a huge paradigm shift for us big time. So what advice would you give to someone who isn't very happy in their career and is maybe thinking about starting a business or don't know where to go or what advice would you give to them? Yeah. I mean, I think if you are already questioning it, trust that, um, trust that, that little intuitive hit that you're receiving or the whispers of your soul that are saying, maybe there's something more to this, um, and lean in and, and, and spend some time with yourself and really start to envision what that might look like, um, what you want to do. Maybe it's not leaving the nine to five. Maybe it's just a career switch, or maybe it is starting a business. I think it's, it's, um, I think you owe it to yourself to sit with yourself and have patience and get quiet and really um, think about what makes the most sense for you, what feels really good, what would make you the most happiest, because we're we're here for such a short period of time, realistically, here on planet Earth. And so got to be happy with what with, with what you're doing every single day and really evaluate that and what's going to make you the most happiest. And then when it comes to starting your business. Um, you know, I took the plunge and I kind of left the nine to five and didn't have a plan. I don't recommend that for everyone. Um, I think that if you're someone that wants to start a business, use your current business as like your, your current career, excuse me, as your venture capitalist for your business. You have a full-time income or a part-time income. You have money coming in consistently. You can use that to fuel your business until it starts to make money. Because when we kind of shift out of the nine to five and start to build our own businesses and we don't have any income coming in, then we freak out. Then we go into scarcity. Then we go into panic mode. And that is not sexy. That does not attract in, you know, all of the abundance and the money because you're in freak out mode. So I think before you make that leap, try it out on the side, try doing sessions or creating your product on the weekends and at night, finding those pockets of time where you can work on your business. And then 
set a goal to, you know, where you want to be and what would make sense for you to leave the comfort of the nine to five. And the comfort is more just the financial comfort because you're probably uncomfortable in the nine to five in terms of the work you're doing, but comfortable with the income um, and start start small. And those small right steps lead to big quantum leaps typically. Yeah. Well, I, and I, that advice is so, so I know I quit my job too soon and it did mm. send me into a panic stressful state. And when you're, when your nervous system is in a stressful panic state, you can't actually see the, you can't see the opportunities. You can't see all the abundance around because your body is just running from the lion. You're in a survival state. And so all you can think about is, oh fuck, how am I going to live through this? Yeah, totally. (laughs) Yeah. So I do recommend on, um, I'm making sure you're stable before giving up your nine to five or your corporate um, job. Um, I've absolutely loved just learning about the Kundalini and just like the spiritual side of things. Is there anything that maybe we didn't talk about today that you're like, oh, I would love to share this with your audience? I think, you know, just anyone that's interested in Kundalini, again, just like pay attention to what you're intuitively picking up on, whether it's Kundalini or not. If you got another intuitive download when we were talking on this conversation in this podcast episode, listen to that. Um, It's in those quiet moments that you can hear and heal yourself, but hear the soul, hear the whispers of your soul. And those, you know, they're whispers at first until they become that booming voice and they become that booming voice when we lean in, when we listen, when we take action. So if there's anything that has intrigued you from this episode, trust that, take action. Don't, you know, ignore it or say like, oh, tomorrow or next week, I'll look into that. Do it after, after listening to this episode. Um, And it's when we start to follow those breadcrumbs that, you know, things really start to shift for us and doors open. Yeah. Well, thank you so, so much for coming on and sharing all your knowledge. Um, What platform is your favorite? Where can people find you? Sure. I love hanging out on Instagram at I am Brianna Rose. Feel free to say hi to me on there and slide into my DMs. It's me that runs that account. So it's not an assistant or anyone else that's hanging out in our DMs. It's me that will be really responding back to you. And then I also have a Facebook group called Rising Night Sisterhood. There's over a hundred trainings in there, all focused on expansion, abundance, embodiment, Kundalini, and everything in between. So if that intrigues you, come on over. We'd love to have you inside that space as well. Okay, perfect. And all the information will be in the show notes for you if you're um, looking for them and the links just uh, hit there so you can go follow her and let, let her know the little tidbits that you took away from this episode. I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. And uh, it was so great having you on the episode today. And thank you so much for sharing all your knowledge and wisdom with us. Mm, Thanks, Holly. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode and following along. I would love to hear what you have found most valuable in today's episode. Please leave a review here on the podcast so that I can keep sharing these amazing tools and knowledge that I pick up along the way on my healing journey. If you are not already following me on social media, join me there where I share my daily life and inspiration throughout the day by following Holly Finucan on Instagram or Facebook. I love each and every single one of you, and I believe we all have the power and the ability to heal. I can't wait to connect with you and hear how your healing journey is going. Make sure to go out there and spread some love and kindness throughout the day. Love you all.